This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Tanya Mosley. In 1987, my sister Anita vanished without a trace. Decades later, thanks to DNA, we found her. But that's only the beginning of the story. She Has a Name is a new audio documentary that explores the search for redemption, confronting trauma, and healing in the face of unimaginable loss. Subscribe now to Truth Be Told Presents She Has a Name, where every revelation brings us closer to the truth. Hey everyone, you're listening to Women Who Travel, a podcast from Connie Nast Traveler that digs deep into the realities of traveling as a woman today and celebrates why we'll never stay home. I'm Meredith Carey, and this week my co-host, Lale Aracoglu, is enjoying a much-needed vacation. But I've gathered some of Traveler's other crack editors, Andrea Whittle. Hello. And Megan Sorrell. Hi. Uh, to chat through some last-minute summer travel ideas. When we were coming to sit down for this, we all realized that we have been procrastinating this ourselves, so hopefully <laughs> this will help everyone uh, kind of figure out what they're doing. Um, so trust us that we know what we're doing because we're in the middle of this right now. But a starter question that I had, because when I was sitting down to plan my trips, I kind of had this question, I love solo travel. We've talked about solo travel over and over again on this podcast. But is solo travel harder in the summer? I would say it's easier. Like it's if you're doing a last minute trip or you're planning a last minute trip, um, it's a lot easier to get one person somewhere a month before you are planning to go <laughs> than it is to get a group of four friends or a family of five or eight or whatever. I don't know. How are we defining solo travel? Is that like traveling by yourself to like a place you've never been? Yeah, or like traveling I mean, by yourself to visit people to me, like, it's on the like, way? Like, you know, in the winter and in the fall, I think, okay, if I'm going to England by myself, it's going to be kind of gray. So I can spend a lot of time by myself in restaurants, in museums, like in galleries. Like that's not weird. When I'm outside, I want to be like at a picnic blanket mm-hmm. with a bunch yeah. of people. And like, even though, yes, reading on the beach alone is like the most blissful <laughs> thing ever. I think it's kind of... To me, it seems harder to say I'm going to commit to going and doing all those cultural things that I usually would want to do when Mm -hmm. I was on a trip by myself when it's so nice outside. Yeah. I think you want to be with people. Like, for me, like, summer is the time when I, like, spend a ton of time with my family and, like, reconnect with a lot of, like, my college friends and plan group trips and do things together. And, like, I just feel like it would be sort of depressing to, like, be in, like, a place, like, a beautiful beach or, like, a big resort town and just be, like, by yourself. And there's, like, all these people around you, like, (laughs) having fun with their friends and lovers. Like, Well, I think it's funny because I I would never go to a resort by myself, but I would totally, I, you know, my old roommate, she went to Bermuda for a week, a long weekend from New York by herself and just got a room in an Airbnb and had a blast because, you know, even when you go to the beach, you are beholden to, like, you know the time other people want to eat mm-hmm. and like where you go grocery shop like all of those yeah, little things that you don't think about X, y, yeah. right like if everyone's going on a snorkel trip don't want to leave you behind but if you Who's just watching wanna... the stuff <laughs> right <laughs> um so to me it's it's like this weird mix of like i can totally i love going 
and traveling by myself. But to me, it's like a lot harder to tackle when you're planning it for the summer. I mean, I think logistically, like it is easier. It's easier to get one person somewhere. But yeah, I think in the summer you want to be sitting outside doing things with friends. I also think, though, if you go somewhere on your own, like if you travel to Bermuda or wherever by yourself in the summer, because everyone's outside, it's probably a lot easier to meet people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I feel like I've had great conversations with strangers on the beach or I don't know, like at an, a restaurant when you're sitting outside and people watching like. I don't know. I could see the appeal. I almost feel like it'd be lonelier when it's gray and you're just indoors and then you're in your hotel and then you're in the museum. Yeah. It's funny. I I just wrote a story about how to hack your vacation policy and I am my own worst enemy on this story because I haven't taken (laughs) anyone's advice. Um, But one of the women I talked to, Kelly Graham, she had said that she always books trips first by herself and then just says, if anybody else wants to come, you're welcome to join. This is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But I'm going and you can come or you or you don't mm-hmm. um which i thought was really fun because then you can plan the trip and then it gets even better when your friends show up i mean i'm actually doing a version of that this summer um i so this is my first time doing that but i the reason i wanted to is you know i really want to go to puerto rico after the hurricane i know that tourism is so important in rebuilding the island and i also never really considered it as a destination and now learning about after the hurricane i'm like wow there's so much culture it's so close flights are so cheap it's so great and that's my strategy for that trip is I was like, okay, I'm picking a date, I'm booking flights, and then I got my family on board, and now I'm trying to get friends on board. And I'm just like, it's 4th of July is the middle of the week, and that's when I want to go. And if I wait for people to all tell me when they're available, like it will never happen, and I will be sitting like in New York melting, doing <laughs> nothing with that, with all those vacation days that yeah. we get. So I'm trying that. I think it sounds like a good idea. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think I would do that, but I wouldn't like book the flight. I would say, like, I really want to go to this place. Like, I'm going to try to go this day to this day. Like, there are these many rooms or, like, there's this Airbnb. Like, are you in? But I think just, that like, if you don't book the flight, people don't take it seriously and then decide. And, and this just happened to me. Mm, I wanted you know? to go visit a friend in Montreal. Mm. I told all of my other friends. I was like, flights are $150 round trip. It'll be amazing. No one responded to me <laughs> for three days, for three days, which doesn't sound like that long. Uh-huh. Flights were $400 by the time that anyone texted me. And it was like, if I had just booked for myself, like then it was gone. like on them. Which like you could them. have ended up going by yourself. Like maybe right, they would totally. have been like, oh, flights are $400 now. And we're not going. <laughs> going. But then like I would be going somewhere for mm-hmm. Memorial Day. Not that New York isn't great. Very excited for a staycation. <laughs> but again, like those are. You know, Memorial Day and the 4th of July, which this week kind of, you know, or this year is is on a Wednesday. So, you know, you might get some weird days here and there and then have a, a weekend right mm-hmm. backing up to it. Those are great days to take advantage of to go somewhere where you're not going to be like taking any extra days off. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. I don't want to, you know, you don't want to waste those those freebies. But the problem um, is flights are so expensive. I know. Yeah. So it's like, holiday. I mean, I think it's a chance to like try to travel places where like maybe you don't have to book a flight to go because Mm -hmm. they jack up the prices around long weekends and holidays and it's like a place that might be a hundred bucks any other day is like 600 on the like friday to tuesday memorial day so it's like i I will say like you know we work with airfare watchdog every once in a while uh right around the holidays to do last minute flight deals Mm -hmm. because those are impossible like last minute Flights and hotels, there are new, I mean, Hotel Tonight, and there are a few other things that help with hotels, but 
last minute flight deals are so difficult, especially when you want to go somewhere specific. Mm -hmm. So the best advice for that is to like be really broad Mm -hmm. with the places you're willing to go because they found a bunch of flights under $300, which I think is so reasonable to be two, three weeks out from from a, from a trip. Where are these flights to? They were kind of from all over. So there were flights from Miami to New York. There were flights from L.A. to Anchorage, which, you know, if you want one last piece of winter, you know, <laughs> use your <laughs> summer vacation. We all want one last piece of winter, right? Um, and then there were flights, you know, to San Francisco and to Seattle. I think that if you That's are cool. flexible enough, maybe with adding one day on in the front end or one day on to the back end, like, you know, you can do it. You just are going to have to put in more work than you usually would mm-hmm. if you haven't planned ahead. Yeah. Do you guys have plans for Memorial Day or Fourth of July? I mean, you're going to Puerto Rico, Megan. Yeah. And that actually, because I booked it months out, which I never do. I'm last minute on everything. <laughs> like everyone around the office hears about it when I can't get visas or other things because I didn't plan <laughs> far enough in advance. But I that one trip, I was like, I've been thinking about Puerto Rico. And I just was like, OK, I'm going to go. I'm going to book a trip. I'm going to you know, do what we were talking about, like actually commit to it so other people know I'm serious. And that one was, it was super affordable. I'm spending like 300 something dollars to go to Puerto Rico on like perfectly over the 4th of July and coming back on Sunday right before work. And it's, I mean, it's amazing. I'm not missing any work. And yeah, because I planned a little. Well, and, that, and the visa thing you're talking about. So in we, t- <laughs> everyone laugh for a second, get ready for this uh. story. Um, no, but we just put up our big list of all the places to go this summer. And one of the places to go was Helsinki. And it's because there's this new um, Finnair stopover program for people um, heading to St. Petersburg or beyond, which is great for someone like you who is trying with all of her might to go to the World Cup. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I. So I'm doing that stopover and I didn't even realize it was like a new offering or anything. Um, but I'm going to the World Cup in early June, and on the way back, I have the option for a stopover in Helsinki, which sounds amazing. I've never been. I hear it's incredible. It's a new place to go. Um, And yeah, so Helsinki is super easy. Like, I'm getting, it'll, you know, I'll have 20 hours of sunlight or something crazy, and it'll be great. I don't have to do a visa. I I feel like I'm just getting something free by being allowed to stop over on my way home. Um, Russia it has a very complicated visa process, which I'm going through right now, <laughs> one month before. And yeah, Helsinki is the breeze of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's fun to be able to have this. I mean, you're going to be in, you're going to be in Russia for 10 days and to be able to, on the way back, stop and have this really relaxing after like a very jam-packed, eventful World Cup week to be able to go to Helsinki and enjoy the art and, you know, Nice. Smoked fish. Right, exactly. Yeah. A little pickled herring. Um, yeah. Be a nice break, and then yeah. you come back to, to New York summer. Hot. <laughs> nice and hot. Very no, yeah, I think I think stopovers, like, I don't know, if have you guys done them before? Like, I've never actually booked them, and it's such a cool, it's an amazing concept. It's, um, like, perfect for people who don't plan and want an extra trip. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, there have been flights where I, I got talked out of this flight by people who work with us which was the right it was the right decision because it was so insane because I had been wanting to go to South Africa where a lot of my friends live and this flight was like New York this is insane when I say it out loud New York Dubai Dubai Johannesburg and then I would be in South Africa and then I would have to fly and I wouldn't stop like I would just Mm -hmm. stay on the plane basically in Dubai 
go to Johannesburg, hang out in South Africa, and then leave and do Johannesburg, and then do a stopover in like any myriad of countries in Europe, and then fly back to New York. And it was like an eight-day trip in which I would spend two full days to three full days Traveling. on the plane, um, which which was not worth it because of how much time I was actually going to be in the places where I was going mm-hmm. versus how much time I was on the plane. Mm-hmm. But was it actually way cheaper? Yeah, or? it was like four hundred dollars oh. round trip. Which what? I mean, again, which if you're staying wait, for like ten days, right, you can sort of make it work. Totally makes sense. And if you are like, I am such a deal person that honestly, like, I flew to Chile a couple years ago for $200 and was there for four days. Literally, mm-hmm. like, flew to, like, spent, like, you know, 15 hours on a plane, was in Chile for 72 plus or minus a few hours, and then flew back to New York on a 15-hour flight. But it was, it, it felt worth it because it was $200, $200 and you would rather go than not go at all. Yeah. Um, this felt, on the other hand, <laughs> like it would be too much effort. Um, but I think that sort of thing, I mean, you can do those sorts of, um, same stopovers in Iceland, which mm-hmm. is a really great place to visit in the mm-hmm. summer. Um, I am one of those people who have never been uh, to, I Iceland. to Iceland. I've only been by accident. <laughs> I've Please told this story before. I, think. <laughs> I haven't heard this story. Um, I was flying back from Rome by myself, and the plane I was on had it wasn't like a me- it wasn't a mechanical. It was one of the backup generators failed. Mm-hmm which is considered enough of an emergency that if you don't have a backup generator and if something else goes wrong, like you're dead. So, um, <laughs> That's fair, of course, <laughs> we were like two thirds of the way to New York and the closest airport was Iceland. Yeah. So we had to like basically turn the plane around, fly up to like the Reykjavik airport and then ended up spending 24 hours <laughs> in Iceland. But it was like I had a carry-on suitcase of only like Tuscan vacation clothing. <laughs> I was by myself, and I like had no way to get. I didn't know like yeah. how long we were gonna be there. It was like absolutely right. hellish. So you couldn't so I, even do the quick little exactly. trip. Yeah, so just waiting to figure out like. Literally, I like stayed in this yeah. like, strange hotel room and like <laughs> try, basically just wandered around Reykjavik on my own, like trying to like pull up enough data to like find an interesting restaurant to eat at, <laughs> so at least like I can have like a fun meal. It's a cute city, but like you don't go to Iceland to go to Reykjavik. Like you right. go to Iceland to drive around and go see mm-hmm. the nature and blah blah blah. And I mean the the country itself, like they put out so much stuff, being like leave the city. There's yeah. it is a yeah. whole country that has like so much stuff that is not crowded. Yeah. Why would you not head out? So road trip. So next or, time, you know, next time yeah. when I go on purpose, venture out <laughs> exactly. Um, and do you have plans for Memorial Day? Or I don't have Fourth plans for either one. No. What am I gonna do? <laughs> Fly <laughs> deals. Fly exactly. deals. So yeah, so I have no plans for Memorial Day. Fourth of July, I'm gonna try to go somewhere from like Tuesday night to Saturday because my cousin is getting married in New York City on Saturday night. Oh, oh my god! So I have to be back in New York. Gotcha. On Saturday night. But I have Tuesday to Saturday morning to do with what I want. That's so, a big enough window to go somewhere. That yeah, is a big enough yeah. window. I think I could do something. But see, like my move in the summer is I always do like a big Europe trip in June. So that's going to be like my vacation for the summer. And then Memorial Day, 4th of July, I usually like default and go stay with my parents. But I kind of don't want to do that. So I'm trying to come up with ways to like stay close to New York and maybe like go somewhere with my boyfriend, have a little like fun, romantic getaway, 
and not spend like a bajillion dollars on a plane ticket. So what should I do? <laughs> well, no, I'm curious to hear where you're going on your big June vacation, though. Um, Italy. I haven't booked anything yet. Cool. So <laughs> I need to figure that out. Something I we all have still in common. Haven't Great. My vacation date's approved. Um, I'll be in Turin for mm. two nights, and then mm. I will be probably uh, staying with family in Tuscany. And then I've never been to Sicily, and I really, really want to go. And I had this sort of like moment when I was back in Italy in December, where I was like, "I'm going." There's like this art place I want to see. There's all these cities, so I'm going to try to do. Um, a, a little Sicily trip or if it's easier I've also never really done the south of Italy like I've been going my whole life and I've never really gone like south of Rome pretty much which is weird so <laughs> I want to try to do like a Naples area road trip gotcha so oh. that's the current vague plan <laughs> with nothing booked the, the loop <laughs> guidelines um well, no, I mean, and it's something that I feel like would apply to people who don't live in New York, too. If you live in a major city, probably on either of the coasts, I'm thinking like Atlanta, Miami, um, New York, and then San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. Like, to me, in the summer, on those holiday weekends, everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last two years I spent Memorial Day in the city, and it has been so nice to, like, have a real staycation where I could go to the museums that I wanted to go to. I could get in everywhere. I could eat at the restaurants I want to eat at mm-hmm. and not have to worry about anything. So I'm actually kind of excited to be here on Memorial Day because I feel like if I plan it like I was going somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a great weekend. Totally. I and think that's the, the, worst, the worst thing to me is just sitting at home. Yes. Which you won't do. And, like, I also think what – I mean, like, Andrea, to your – thoughts on like 4th of July when you have enough of a chunk of time Mm -hmm. like even if you go somewhere for two of the days you know you take a quick flight and you go to Mexico City for 48 hours or like anywhere I like where you're going with that (laughs) okay Um, (laughs) you know like you could do something like that and then you don't feel like you wasted it and also then you have a few extra days like before the wedding or before Mm -hmm. whatever else you have to like I don't know, still make something out of the time. And it's a lot less stressful than a 48-hour Mexico City trip on a normal weekend. Mm-hmm. So Totally, because you have a little decompression time on either end. Mm-hmm. Also, it could be like a fun domestic, like mm-hmm. San totally. Francisco, L.A. Well, and it's, and it's something that we, we actually... Flights, like, well, I think that especially, you know, if you are based in one of these areas. So when, when I was looking at kind of where we had suggested that people go this summer um it was kind of split up into three sections which was kind of the three different i don't know major time zones mm-hmm. um in the united states which is you know if you're in california or on the west coast or in the southwest ojai which is like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to say um <laughs> is, has like a huge uh music festival a big lavender festival a wine festival all this summer um not all at the same time, but all <laughs> over the place. So, you know, if Lavender you... wine. <laughs> with music. It's going to be great. Amazing. Um, no, but I think that, you know, you can go outside of the San Francisco's and the L.A.'s mm-hmm. where flights might be more expensive and grab your car, which if mm-hmm. you live over there, you likely have, um, to be able to get down to Ojai. If you are in the middle of the country, I think one of the best places to go would be Denver. I will be there for my brother's college graduation uh, in early June, which I'm very excited for. Um, but beyond that, you know, Laura Redman, who is one of our editors, was just there and just like ate so much food. They just won a James Beard Award, not the city of Denver, but um, Mercantile Dining and Provisions um, just won a couple weeks ago. Death & Co., which is a great bar here in New York, just opened its first ever outpost in Denver. Wow. And there were uh, just so many. It's one of those things where you'd never be like, you know, it's a foodie city. Mm-hmm. Denver. Mm-hmm. 
but apparently we've decided that (laughs) in our office. Um, And then the other place, if you are on the East Coast, um, is Hilton Head, which I think Mm -hmm. is another one of those, like, nice, super beachy, super family-friendly, you know, they have plenty of hotels that are ranked on our Reader's Choice Awards. They have museums. You kind of have everything for everyone, no matter how many people of whatever ages are in your family, or mm-hmm. if you want to go by yourself. Um, it's not going to be, you know, the Hamptons. It's not going to be Miami Beach. It's like a nice It's sort of like middle ground. elegant, yeah. but like not stuffy, and maybe not like insanely crowded. Exactly. Um, mm. So if you think about it in those like three sections, you know, most people can get where they need to go. Mm-hmm. I would also go to Denver from the East Coast. Yeah. Like I, I think Colorado in the summer is just like the most incredible magical place. Like it's the sunniest you will ever see the like yeah. it is the bluest sky, the sun is so bright. And there's so it's, much incredible hiking and like if you're into the outdoorsy stuff and you can f- get like incredible rates at the hotel. Like all these really fancy hotels that are like ski hotels basically cut their rates in half all summer. And then so you just like, hike up the ski slope yeah. that you would have been skiing down. And, and it's, it's like beautiful <laughs> and like wildflowers. And then if like someone in your family doesn't want to hike, they can probably still take the ski lift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's like amazing food and it's kind of like, you know, there's like chili and beer and it gets like a little chilly at night. And it's like, what's not to like? Maybe I should go to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think you should. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you, Megan, originally from California, where would you have gone on the West Coast if you were still there? Um, the traffic would be crazy, but I would just drive south of the border. That is like my favorite quick getaway that feels like a much bigger trip is if you're in LA or anywhere in Southern California, really like get in your car and drive to Mexico and you can go like 20 minutes south of the border and there's so much there. You can go to like the Valle de Guadalupe, which is up and coming wine country, about 30 minutes from Tijuana, very close. Um, you can, you know, rent like a very affordable beachfront home in right outside of Rosarito. And it's, I don't know, it just feels like you've gone so much further than somewhere you could drive to in your car in three hours. <laughs> and I feel like if you're from Northern California, you just make a double road trip out of it and you do SoCal yeah. and Mexico and call it. Yeah. yeah. Second question, not my second question, <laughs> question for you guys. <laughs> um, long weekends or long trips? I'm a big fan of the long weekend because I think that if you pad it on either end and you like make it, you know, if it's a three day weekend, you add the Friday, you leave Thursday night, like you can travel internationally, you can do a bigger trip. And it is kind of like the perfect little like bite sized vacation. I mean, I think I am all about like doing one or two like big trips week long, you know, like five days out of the office, but you have like nine days of actual travel. Um, But I think it's kind of nice to like, it's also an excuse to like visit friends. It's like an easy way to like, you know, vi- you can like stay in someone's house for three nights. You can't really like stay with someone for <laughs> ten days. I'll so, be there like, for three weeks. Yeah, it's like if you're like going to visit like a college friend. Like one of my college best friends lives in Guatemala. Like I could go visit her for, and like stay with her for four nights. But like, could I go for, you know, three weeks? Like probably not. Which also, <laughs> Guatemala is there's a red eye from L.A. You can get go on a Thursday night red eye, get there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday morning, be back in There's time for work. There's also a direct flight from New York. From Newark. There you go. Wow. Okay, Add it to cool. the list. So, so many options for our <laughs> <laughs> weekends. Um, I made a pact with myself to go on more long weekends this year. Um, 
was my like new travel New Year's resolution. So far, not so good. But <laughs> I feel like summer is the perfect time to do that, regardless of where you are. Um, because if you have a car, you can totally drive. Um, I usually make like a little circle. So like in the past, what I've done over the summers is I've drawn like a three hour like train or car circle around New York and be like, okay, it's got to be in here. Um, And then I end up, you know, I grew up in Texas. So my knowledge of the Northeast is very slim. Um, (laughs) And so for me, it's like, okay, how far can I get? And it's actually way farther. Like if I got three hours in Texas, like I can hit Austin and then I'm nowhere outside of the state. (laughs) Not at all. Um, So I think it, it, you know, taking advantage of that and taking a train if that's the most convenient and potentially the least expensive, taking your car, taking a short, you know, mm-hmm. $100 quick, you know, 30, 45 minute flight. Mm-hmm. You can get somewhere that's like way outside of the way of life that you live. Totally. And even if you even just take the two days. Yeah. Even if you make that four hours, mm-hmm. like getting to Vermont from New York City is about four and a half hours. And I feel like that is like fully doable in two nights. And it, you feel like you're in a different world. Like, it is so night and day. It's so beautiful in the summer. It's so beautiful in the spring. I'm going out for my college reunion, five years. Wow. Beginning of June. And I think I'm literally just going to do two nights. And I think I might fly to Burlington because it's actually an hour-long flight. And it's super cheap, jet blue. But you can also drive four and a half hours. Not bad. Well, and I, I like that idea of, like, drawing a circle and deciding, okay, this is how far I'm willing to travel and how much time I'm willing to spend and then you have to get creative. Like, you know, you're not thinking of these big destinations that you hear about. Like, you have to actually look at a map and see what you've heard of and, like, ask someone else, I don't know, to look at it. Mm-hmm. But I think you would end up going places that would probably be really incredible that you might not go to otherwise. I don't yeah. know. I like that. And I also think, like, I I will never us- underestimate the power of a staycation, which I know is not the answer that people want for, like, where <laughs> should they go on vacation. But, I like, I truly think that I discover something new. And even when I lived in Dallas and did it there, like, discovering something new about your city is so special. And you still come to work the next, you know, Monday feeling like you've you've seen something and yeah. done something and you feel rejuvenated. Um, and I think that, you know, if you are on a budget or if – you are just so exhausted by other trip planning that you just can't bear it anymore. <laughs> um, it's a good way to go. Totally. Yeah. And I like the idea of like doing it very intentionally. Like if you treat mm-hmm. it like a trip and you sort of plan out your days and like come up with things that maybe like it's hard to see on a normal weekend or it's hard to see. Like I feel like holiday weekends are kind of like all your friends leave. So there's no like built-in calendar so you can kind of fill it up with like the weird stuff that you would never otherwise do totally yeah and you sort of put together like the scrappy crew of everyone that's there (laughs) and like go do some fun stuff and I also think you know I said this earlier but hotel tonight just like keeping an eye on the app Mm -hmm. which tells you you know today or tomorrow what the cheapest hotel room you know is in a radius around you um you can find amazing hotels Mm -hmm. that are like a hundred dollars which will be an amazing hundred dollars mm-hmm. and also help you feel like you're somewhere you're else doing something yeah. yeah you know sleep in that hotel bed you don't have to make it when you get up yeah <laughs> it's real nice you're in like a weird new neighborhood <laughs> exactly you got like some fun products to try out in the shower <laughs> i love staying in hotels in new york it's yeah. so much fun no it seriously is are there any other last minute places that you are dying to go this summer mm-hmm. that if you could book right now you would Hmm. Take as much time as you need. 
me think about this yeah. a little bit. I mean, <laughs> well, I think for, like, if I were to do a last-minute trip right now, I would probably either do, like, something like you were saying, where I look at what's close and try and get creative, or just look at, like, I think it'd be a fun chance to look at flights and, you know, use one of those apps, like, where you can just kind of see where is the cheapest in the world from where you are. Like Skyscanner um, or Hopper or one of yeah, those. Guys, yeah. yeah, like Skyscanner where you can be like to, like New York to anywhere and then sort by price and like go somewhere you haven't thought of because if it's $150 to go to some random island that I've never considered, like I'll go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like it's an opportunity to be really creative about destinations and maybe very unintentional, but just let it happen and be glad to get out of the city and not spend too much. I don't know. I've been super bitter about how cold it's been. Um, so I would voluntarily go to New Orleans in the summer. Uh, oh, that is 100% like I have been just, you know, sitting, waiting. I went for 4th of July last year and it was so stupidly hot. We went inside <laughs> and watched The Beguiled because we were so hot, <laughs> um, like at noon in the middle of the day. Um, but it is truly like one of the most, and I like this word means nothing, but it is one, one of the most unique places I've ever been. We have a whole episode on our other podcast, uh, Travelogue, which was all about New Orleans. But it's also, weirdly enough, very cheap to get to from pretty much everywhere in the U.S. Um, and is a perfect long weekend place that you could go to for three long weekends over the summer and have a different experience every single time you went. Maybe that's where I should go yeah, for was, Memorial Day. No, I want to go. <laughs> I really want to go to New Orleans for Memorial Day. Yeah, girl, look up the flights. I'm like, <laughs> like for real. Um, anywhere other than New Orleans that you are now dying to go to? Hmm. I mean, I am a big fan of like the Northeast coastal summer. Like for me, um, like I really want to go up to Maine the summer. I like think Cape Cod is like totally incredible and so different from Long Island and like for me, I just like I think that summer in the Northeast and on the ocean is like there's kind of nothing better. Like for me, going inland when it's like beautiful outside and I only want to be like in the ocean and near the beach is like it always feels wrong. Like anytime <laughs> I've like gone, you know, like you know, up to Hudson or like into not that there's anything wrong with Hudson. Love Hudson, but like if it is a gorgeous summer day, I want to be near the water. So I kind of want to, like, take advantage of that and go, like, try to do Maine, try to do somewhere in Cape Cod, like, find, like, a little inn or an Airbnb and do stuff like that. Awesome. plan. Well, you can keep up with everyone's travels. Andrea, when she ends up in Italy. (laughs) Megan, when she's in Puerto Rico. Me, in New York. Um, (laughs) And uh, where can people follow you on the internet? I am on Instagram and Twitter, and my handle is a whittle bit. That is whittle, like my last name. And <laughs> <laughs> Megan, um, I'm on Instagram as Spirelli, so it's my last name with a Y, and same with Twitter. And I'm at Oh Hey There Mayor. You can read all about uh, the places that we travelers suggest you go this summer online uh, and get a lot of long weekend tips as well. Uh, if you just go to seeintraveler.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know uh, where you guys are going by tweeting at me or at Lale, who's at Lale Hannah, because I know that she's sad that she's missing out on this. She's probably at the beach in Costa Rica right now. But <laughs> so we don't feel too bad. <laughs> exactly. Um, but have a great summer. Yay. Yay. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned. 
just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? (coughs) Or just a horrible accident? (coughs) That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. I'm Tanya Mosley. In 1987, my sister Anita vanished without a trace. Decades later, thanks to DNA, we found her. But that's only the beginning of the story. She Has a Name is a new audio documentary that explores the search for redemption, confronting trauma, and healing in the face of unimaginable loss. Subscribe now to Truth Be Told Presents She Has a Name, where every revelation brings us closer to the truth.